This is Michelle Gibbs. My husband Mike and I have been married for 16 years and we live in Idaho with our five children. The oldest is 14 and the youngest is one year old. I love studying the scriptures and preparing for this podcast every week really helps me to have more inspiration and revelation for my own life and also for my family. Join me each week as I share some of the thoughts that I have as I study the scriptures using the Come Follow Me course by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This week we are studying Alma chapters 32 through 35. And Alma and his fellow missionary companions are trying to teach the Zoramites and the poor Zoramites believe their words and a lot of what we read this week is Alma and Amulek teaching the more poor among the Zoramites. And these poor people are concerned because they are kicked out of the synagogues and so they feel like they can't worship God. And in chapter 32, verse 10, Alma says to them, Behold, I say unto you, do ye suppose that ye cannot worship God, save it be in your synagogues only? And it struck me as I read that this week that this parallels our lives right now. These poor Zoramites, they had to worship in their homes and other places because they weren't allowed in their church buildings, in their, in their synagogues, because of their poverty. Now today, we are not allowed in our church buildings to worship. Of course, it's not because of poverty, but it's because of sickness. It's due to COVID-19. But we are asked by our prophet to continue worshiping in our homes and other places instead of in our church buildings. And that's what Alma's trying to teach the people at this time is that we can still worship God and uplift each other and teach doctrine. And even when we have the authority given through the proper channels, we can also administer the sacrament. And Alma continues to teach them in verse 12. He says, I say unto you, it is well that ye are cast out of your synagogues, that ye may be humble and that ye may learn wisdom. And I was thinking about that and wondering what have I learned through my own experience of being cast out, if you will, of our church buildings. And I thought of a lot of things, and I'm sure that you've got a nice long list as well of your own, but I, I really have learned and grown a lot through this experience. And one thing that I have learned is to take more responsibility about teaching my children. Now, we've always driven, I guess is the word, to have scripture study and family home evening and prayer in our home. But I have learned that it's also important for us to be discussing what we read in the scriptures and to making be making sure that they are learning the principles of the gospel and the lessons that we're, we would be getting in church and just a lot more things. And I had to take that responsibility on. And it's not one of those things where Sometimes you have a busy week and you think, well, I haven't had time to read this week. I guess I'll do better next week. Well, that's great. But when you are the sole teacher for your children, the primary teacher of the doctrine for them, there's no weeks where you can just be like, well, I didn't have time this week. I guess we'll worry about another week. Because if, if I do that, then my kids don't get it either. And so 
It's helped me to be more responsible in my own learning and in teaching my children. I've also learned that the spirit can be felt just as strong and in some ways stronger or at least differently when I worship outside the church. Some of our meetings here at our house have been very moving and touching and I have felt the spirit so strongly, especially that first week when my husband blessed the sacrament and my 14 year old son passed the sacrament to us. That was such a spiritual moment for me and Sometimes when I see my 12-year-old daughter directing the music as I play and the, everybody else is singing, it's it just, I feel the spirit so much in our home as we share our testimonies and little talks and thoughts, and it's been such a great thing. I have also learned that Satan will try to make us lazy. He wants us to feel like we're not accountable because we don't have to answer to anybody. No one knows what we do or don't do. And that Heavenly Father understands we don't have time, we're busy, and we just can't do it anymore. He wants us to feel that way, but Heavenly Father has asked us to step up and take care of these things here in our own home. And along those lines, I've learned that I'm responsible for my own salvation and my own spiritual growth. I can't depend on other people at church or around me to do that, but that is something that I need to make sure that I'm taking care of. I have learned to worry less about schedules and just enjoy the moment, make memories, be content. I'm kind of one of those people who really likes to plan things and to just have a schedule, have a list, have things to do like that. And I have learned as we've been home so much together that there are times when it's just okay to set everything aside and have a moment with my family. And there are times when we can say, well, we had things to do this weekend, but let's go hiking or camping instead. And just to let go of some of those things and really just enjoy being together and enjoying nature. We do a lot more of that and it's been so wonderful. I have learned to be adaptable and how wonderful this rising generation of youth is at doing that. It's incredible. I have heard a lot of moms, especially moms of seniors or kids in sports or things like that, who complain about the things that their kids are missing out on. But the interesting thing is I actually haven't heard any of the youth complaining about these things. And I was talking to a friend of mine a few weeks back and her son just left on a mission and her daughter is supposed to get married here very soon. And she was talking to me about how incredibly blessed she has been to watch her children and how quickly they adapt to things and say, oh, I can't go to the MTC. Okay, well, we'll just do it here at home. I can't go to the foreign country I was called. That's okay. I'll just serve wherever I can serve and wherever I'm needed. I can't take a lot of people to the temple with me. That's okay. I still know that's where I need to be married and we'll adapt and make things work. And she said it's just been so wonderful for her to watch that. And I see that in a lot of the youth. And how wonderful it is that they're being examples to the rest of us who seem to not want things to change. But change is inevitable. And so it's been great to see how willing they are to adapt and to see that change also in myself that I am more adaptable than I realized. So Alma encourages them to experiment upon the word and to try to develop faith and a testimony of their own. 
And he says in verse 27, If ye will awake and arouse your faculties, even to an experiment upon my words, and exercise a particle of faith, yea, even if ye can no more than desire to believe. Let this desire work in you. And I thought, it's all about the intent of our heart. Sometimes things are hard and we can't do more than just want to change. But the righteous intent in our heart is the start of that change. And if we have that intent and that desire, then Heavenly Father will help us with the rest. In chapter 33, verse 2, Alma says more about worshiping in our homes and not in synagogues or churches and about understanding and learning about the scriptures he says behold ye have said that ye could not worship your god because ye are cast out of your synagogues but behold i say unto you if ye suppose that ye cannot worship god ye do greatly err and ye ought to search the scriptures if ye suppose that they have taught you this ye do not understand them and i thought about studying the scriptures and reading them and Without the Spirit, we can interpret the scriptures however we want to, but we should always seek to have the Spirit with us. And that way, when we read and study the scriptures, we know that the Spirit can testify to us the truth of the scriptures and that the interpretations that we have won't go astray and we won't get off course in that way. The scriptures are such a vital part of our lives to help us daily and I was thinking about that especially this week as I was out in nature there again I took my big dog and we went on a trail run and I thought I knew the course pretty well and it's a very established trail so I was never worried about getting lost but there was it was a long trail and I didn't want to do the full length so I thought I'll just go a few miles and there's a little lake where I'll turn around and come back and I got to where I thought the lake would be and we weren't there and I thought that's okay we'll just keep going I must be off a little and we kept going and we kept going and 10 minutes later we still had not reached my turnaround point and by now I was tired it was hot and I thought we could keep going and keep going and I don't know if we're ever going to get there. Apparently, I don't know this trail as well as I thought I did. And I was getting a little confused and discouraged and mostly just wondering, at what point do I say, well, I guess we just turn around here. And I came around another bend and we still weren't there. So I stepped off the trail, sat down on a rock to think and decide what to do. And as I was sitting there, I looked at my watch that was tracking my miles to see how far we'd come. And I thought, I just don't know if it's one more minute away or if it's another 10 or 20 minutes away I just don't know how much farther I would have to go and maybe I should just turn around and the thought occurred to me wait a minute my phone is in my pocket and on my phone I'm tracking where I am on a map that shows where I started how far I've come and it shows the terrain and other things so it would show me where my turnaround point is and I thought how silly that I forgot I had that on and going with me and So I pulled it out, and sure enough, it didn't look like it was that far away. So I thought, I'll just keep going. I bet it's not too far. And 30 seconds after I got back on that trail and started jogging up the trail, I found my turnaround point. And I laughed, and I thought, if I had turned around at that rock, I was so close, and I didn't even know it. Because I didn't use 
the resources that I had. And as I was, I rested a little bit and then I turned around and ran back down. And as I was running back down, I was thinking about my phone and about that map that was in my pocket the whole time. And I just forgot to use it. Had I looked at it a long time ago, I would have known, oh, that's how far I have to go. And I could have had less worry and I could have made a decision to either turn around earlier or I wouldn't have stopped certainly at that rock if I'd known I was only 30 seconds from my real stopping spot. And I think that's how it is with the scriptures. Sometimes we forget that they're on our phone in our pocket and they're there to help us. And we know that and we have them and we just forget or we get so busy or distracted by other things like what's on our watch, which is what happened to me, we forget to check the real map. And so I think that's really important to do. And I think that by studying the scriptures daily and also having the spirit with us as we do so is really what's going to help us to understand the scriptures and not come to incorrect conclusions about what they mean. In chapter 34, Amulek is now teaching the people, and he tells them in verses 40 and 41, Do not revile against those who do cast you out because of your exceeding poverty, lest ye become sinners like unto them, but that ye have patience and bear with those afflictions with a firm hope that ye shall one day rest from all your afflictions. And as I read this, I took out exceeding poverty and I switched that for something else. So let me read it again and I put in, do not revile against those who do cast you out because of your differences, lest ye become sinners like unto them, but that ye have patience and bear with those afflictions with a firm hope that ye shall one day rest from all your afflictions. And I think by replacing that, it helps me apply this verse to our current situation where we have different minority groups who are fighting for recognition and one group trying to get special rights over others or just trying to find a balance. And really what we all want is equal rights, but sometimes we do it through the wrong means. We want to revile against those who we feel are not treating everyone equally. And this verse just reminds us that what we really need to be doing is having patience and love and hope that one day this will all be taken care of and we can all have a little bit more love. And I really liked reading that this week and it just goes along with all the things that I feel like I've been reading and applying to this situation lately that just as we love each other and treat each other the way that Heavenly Father and Jesus would treat us, that's where we're going to be able to find our common ground and and have those equalities that everyone is really looking for. Next week, we will be studying Alma chapters 36 through 38, where Alma starts talking to his sons and giving them counsel. Have a great week.